1: Uh, Well, well, well. Bust out the tissues, gentlemen. Welcome to the PHNX (laughs) Cardinals podcast here on Monday, May 16th. This is a show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. I'm Johnny Venerable. Joined on this morning Monday, Bo Brock, Damian Anderson. And gentlemen, we felt this feeling before on a Monday not too long ago um phoenix suns out of the nba playoffs this is a football show but it's also a phoenix valley show and um well first of all gentlemen after last night's game how are we feeling today on this monday
0: hurting hurting a little bit johnny i i think that everyone had the expectation that the suns were going to do what they do and continue to play well at home and to see that not happen and pretty much you know not show up and when you have dallas i think Everyone knows it's a fan of basketball, knows, knows that Luka is going to be Luka. He could score on anybody, regardless of the defender. But when his whole team scores, the Suns have to be at their best, and we didn't see that yesterday. And Luka plus a team, that's why they were that successful, and that's why the Suns took the L.
2: You know, there's the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat, but th- that game was so far gone so early. They, they I mean, it was just a no show. And that just provides way more questions than answers for a team that we thought we knew a lot about. Winning the regular season outright in the NBA, it was just, it was shocking. I mean, you can, you got to give obviously the respect to Dallas, but, you know, just like we saw with this Arizona Cardinals team, we saw this Suns team play at a very high level. And it has you at the end of the night last night wondering what, what, what happened? How, how did you have? How did you save your worst performance for your last performance on the biggest stage? Very similar, very eerily similar to Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah,
1: you mentioned that fateful game. It was back, I believe, on January seventeenth, this past year, the Cardinals losing to the eventual Super Bowl champion. L.A. Rams at L.A. 34 to 11. I was in the stadium that night, gentlemen, for that game. And listen, uh, we're going to compare and contrast both of these situations. I'm going to come off the bat and say that the Suns collapse, in my opinion, is definitively worse. And I'll tell you why. The Cardinals have been playing bad football, had been playing bad football leading up to that game for about six weeks. We all saw it. losses to Detroit losses to a bad Colts team at the end of the season with Wentz on his last legs. The the Cardinals of 10-2 and were not the same Cardinals we got at the end of the season. Now, if you want to compare the collapse, you know, point A to point B of when it started compared to where it was and Super Bowl aspirations, we can do that. I still think coming into this season, the Phoenix Suns were thought by many to be co-favorites to win the NBA title. They retooled, brought back the same nucleus that were two games away from doing it last year. Whereas the Cardinals, going into last season, were not considered a championship mm-hmm. team. We're not even considered a playoff team by many people, and so that surprise we were teased with the ten and two start, then the collapse came, and it was like, well, this is a lot of who many people thought this team would be. So for that reason alone, I feel like the Suns were always the darling of the valley. They had captured the the valley's heart for the better part of 18 to 24 months. It really feels like the Cardinals play of football from September (laughs) to about mid, mid to late November was really all we got. And then the other shoe fell.
2: I'll say that you're probably the darling of the Valley now at this point, no, Johnny, well, I no, agree remote, with that. no doubt you about it. But I will say, you know what? It might be more reminiscent of the NFC championship performance from the Arizona Cardinals in 2015, 2016. It's yeah, a good one. You know, they go to Carolina Carolina was an absolute wagon. I mean, they, uh, you've got, you've got Cam Newton played at a Luka Doncic clip. He was the league's MVP that year. They had that defense. We had the seven miserable turnovers that game. Was like you were grasping for reasons to believe that the Cardinals were still in the game going into halftime. You had the fumble from P two at the time that kind of sank any chance of of turning that thing around. Uh, it, it might be more reminiscent of that than this most recent team because I do agree with you. There was zero momentum for the for the Cardinals going into this wild card weekend, uh, and not a whole lot of expectations for them to take out the division champion at that time.
0: But but guys, I mean, I think the pain is similar yet. It's two totally different scenarios. I mean, if you look at the Suns, they're coming off of finals. They're the number the best record in the NBA. They have two superstars in CP3 and the, and they also CP3 and, and Devin Booker and they also have a coach of the year and they have home field advantage. Those were no similarities of the Arizona Cardinals. They were on the right. road, no DeAndre Hopkins. That's the equivalent of not having D-Hop and we saw what happened when he went down. The Cardinals struggled. So To say which one is worse, is it similarities? What I say to that Panthers game, Bo? Absolutely. I was in the box during that game, and just it was over before it started. had that feeling like there was no opportunity or no chance, and I think that everyone knows in basketball there's a lot of runs in the game. You know, you could be down maybe 15, 20. We've seen it, but they continued to hit shots. Brunson Brunson went crazy. No one can guard them, and they were hitting threes, and the Cardinals, I mean, the Suns just couldn't catch up. I mean, they just seemed lost. And it was unfortunate because they played so well all year.
1: Let me ask you guys this because I think this is the, the more enticing scenario when you think about Devin Booker, Monty Williams, right? Getting a lot of heat today. A very similar situation with Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury, right after their game uh, against the LA Rams. And what were the what were most of the chance at the time, Bo? It was you have to fire Cliff and Steve Kaim. Kyler Murray is not a franchise quarterback. Now that's since changed. All of those men have been extended or will be extended. Um, Whereas today, you know, no one's saying trade Devin Booker. No one's saying get rid of Monty Williams, coach of the year. Is it fair to Cliff and Kyler and company? Because here's the thing. And this is from a point that I'm going to take from one of my buddies, Seth Cox on Twitter. I thought it was a fantastic point last night that a lot of us in the media, I'm guilty of this. Spent and fans alike spent months discussing Cliff and Kyler and the fact that they weren't at the level of you know the combination we see in in you know down the street in Phoenix with the Suns and sure. how they play. And everybody wanted to make those compare would just be more like have the they have
0: more time though, guys. I mean, are we comparing apples to apples here? Or are we comparing apples to oranges? I'm not
1: saying it's a right or wrong I mean, comparison, I'm just saying the barometer for Cliff and Kyler a has been. <laughs> Devin Booker and Monty Williams and Chris Paul. And now it, I mean it's it go ahead. It, yeah, here here's the thing.
2: It, is is this market, this this area is starved for a winner, like a legitimate mm-hmm. winner. Like they want like they've seen teams win the regular season like and and that that's unfortunate because you don't want to poo poo a 64 win season you don't want to poo poo an 11 win season after being on the outside looking in for the Arizona Cardinals like progress is progress and that's what the Arizona Cardinals have Uh, but you know this fan base is starving is craving something beyond uh, just winning a few games in the regular season so you know who's they they don't feel like they like a lot of people want to be right as far as Cliff Kingsbury and they they made their their Pick as far as what they think about Cliff Kingsbury years ago, and that's unfortunate because people can change and people can learn Agreed. and people can improve. And Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray, and I agree with damien's point where I think you know they're they're a little bit behind schedule here, or not behind schedule. Their process, as far as where they are in the process, is behind where the Suns were uh, with their with their group. Like, who would you consider is like is JJ Watt your your Chris Paul? Or is DeAndre Hopkins your Chris Paul? And then you've got Cliff and Kyler as is your is your Devin Booker, Monty Williams comp. Is that where we're going here? I think so. Yeah. I, I mean, so. that's
0: not fair. It's not,
1: fair. So. It's not yeah. apples to apples because they're different sports. But everything during the Cardinal season, and it, it overlapped with the Suns season, was be more like the Suns. Right? And yeah. then both seasons kind of end in disastrous fashion. And it's just like... As a result, can we look back with the benefit of the hindsight, Damian, and say we were too hard on Cliff and company?
0: No, I think to who much is, is given, much is expected. So when you're the head coach of a NFL team or the, you're the starting quarterback, you expect them to play at a high level. And we've seen the dynamic um, aerial offense be successful with the Arizona Cardinals. We've seen Kyler Murray do some amazing things. And with that, you expect them to continue to get better, obviously show up in a wild card game. I mean, very similar to this what the Suns did last night. I mean, they didn't show up; they got outplayed, and it was evident in every facet of the game. But if you take a step back, I've got to check my check check. Look at my notes here. You know what I mean? <laughs> just, to, just to just to you know, just to like you said, I I think you talked about processes, Bo, and I think that the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, you, you almost forget. It's like in the game of sports, you go from sugar to shit in the snap of a finger. I mean, you mm-hmm. know that, Bo. Johnny, you know that from playing the game. They love you one minute, hate you the next, and can't believe that you're out there. I mean, where was all this energy when Chris Ball was 14 for 14? Where was all this? He was the point god. Now, all of a sudden, he's got to go. We, we can't have him on the on the team. So Kyler Murray, so, MVP for the thing. first half same of the season, and then he shit, gets picked up. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I take it all with a grain of salt, and I just try and keep it, not be emotional about it and be factual. Like, they just didn't show up. They got outplayed. Very, very similar but different with the Cardinals. They were down. They had injuries. D-hop, no D-hop, no J.J. Watt. Obviously, Kyler was nicked up. We expect him to go out there and show up and play. Those are the similarities. Either one of the teams didn't show up, and unfortunately, being a valley fan, you expected them to do better, and they didn't. That—that's what's disheartening. You got to look at everybody at work. This melting pot of Phoenicians, right? Everybody's from somewhere different. Everybody's talking trash, and you know, here we are. Here we are. Now, when we look at
2: here. both of these teams, guys, like who are we giving the benefit of the doubt to? Maybe end this. This. Uh, Great question. You know, this dry spell like this. I mean, there's no championship for either organization. You've got two franchise caliber players. Do we feel like I want to hear your answer on that question, but also do we feel like we know more about Devin Booker than we do about Kyler Murray? Does Kyler Murray have the benefit of not having
1: fallen in the finals and now in the in, like he did last night? Here is the difference between the two players. And again, this is not my MO, right? I talk sports gambling every day. PHNX Bets daily podcast with Shane Diefenbach. Check it out. We talk NBA, but I am not Gerald Bourget who covers the team every day. But here's what I will say. Devin Booker was a first round pick, but certainly not the top pick in that draft. Kyler Murray is the first pick in the draft, which means at some point your expectation is be one of, if not the best quarterback in the NFL right? You make $43 million per season, which we expect his next contract to look like. That's the expectations. I don't think the casual NBA goer, even with Devin Booker and his run to the finals last season, takes Devin Booker and says, well, he has to be Kevin Durant. He has to be Steph Curry, right? Those are our internal expectations because we want to manifest it to happen. But when you play quarterback and you're the first pick, you, you better be making it to conference title games, and you better be trying to get your team to a Super Bowl. Uh, I think there are different expectations for Kyler Murray, whereas, I mean, in the NBA, you could go out and they could court a um, Kevin Durant this offseason. They could c- court a Damian Lillard. And then Devin Booker, yeah, he becomes a really high-end number two to one of those guys. You can't really do that in the NFL. It's like, for better or worse... It's Kyler Murray's team, and if Kyler Murray doesn't succeed, this team isn't going anywhere. And they're blowing it up, and they're starting all over. So I, those parallels to me are warranted. And I, I would have told you two months ago, like this is, this is Devin Booker's town because it was. It could easily become Kyler Murray's town next fall, easily if he has the kind of season we all expect him to
0: have. Great points, Donnie. And, and winning cures all ailments. You know, Bo and Johnny and the Cardinals have to I thought you made a great point there, Johnny, when you were talking about just it used to be Devin Booker's talent. I firmly believe that as well. Like, I mean, he's, you know, the sweetheart of the of the dance, whatever you want to call it. I mean, everything he did up to this point was right. You know, all the decisions you made, you know, all the decisions he's made, games, you know, fist pumping babies, like everything that he did was is looked upon as cool. But you guys, it's like fun. the
1: last time we could enjoy watching Suns games was when that happened, yeah. and now it just
0: yeah, yeah it I mean, feels like
1: six months ago when that. No happened.
0: One, yeah, no, no one even think think about that. They think about getting blown out by you know damn near or nearly forty points. I mean, that's what they yeah. think about, like not even showing up. So I think that that's a frustrating part. I think that it's great opportunity for you know to embrace Kyler, but they have to win, guys. The Arizona Cardinals have to win, and do who do I see, you know, making that happen out of both sides? I mean, I think that the NFL, like the basketball, so, you know, like NBA, is saturated, but I like where the Cardinals are at offensively. I mean, I know that we, you know, we're going to get in the show and talk about some defensive spots, but I think, given what we've seen in the NFL, Cincinnati having the ability, just a minimal changes that, you know, obviously a quarterback that LA's made, and then go to the Super Bowl and win it, like those little tweaks here and there can get you a Super Bowl, and I think the Cardinals. Are closer to that apex than the Suns. This Good might be question. blasphemous
2: what I'm about to say. Yeah, we can get to this in just a second. But I mean, I think about this Cardinals team potentially as like the Bubble Suns coming off the Bumble Suns, and they make the deal for, for Chris Paul. And where it gets blasphemous, like is Hollywood could Hollywood Brown be that guy that comes in and takes their game to the next level? Now it's panned nationally. People are like, what are they doing sending a first-round pick for Hollywood Brown? The Chris Paul trade was panned nationally when it happened. They didn't think Overpay. that he was going to be the guy. Yeah, but just like the Suns had back then, the Western Conference, the, the Arizona Cardinals have this year with the NFC. The NFC's down, and there's going to be an opportunity for somebody to come. And Tom Brady's not getting any younger. He's 45 years old. And you look at the rest of this conference, there's going to be opportunity. Sure, the team in your division stands in the way, but like if, if the trade – works out like Steve Keim expects it to with Hollywood Brown and they get DeAndre Hopkins back, they're
1: going to be a force to be reckoned with come playoff time. Totally agree. I think that's a great comparison. I think that's the more apropos comparison. If the Cardinals do take off uh, NFL easy Cardinals, as is there a chance the sun's awesome record breaking season caught up to them? I would say no, because Chris Paul didn't play the second half of the season. They were sitting guys. I, I thought they were as well rested as any team. They just did not play. I mean, they could have easily lost that Pelican series. Talked about it earlier. It's like They haven't looked dominant for the most part since the playoffs started. So I don't know what you chalk that up to. Team chemistry. I don't know. Peaking last year. The regular season, though, in the NFL, you want the regular season because you want the first round by because you want one-off elimination games to be in your building. Uh, here's another comparison that I think is warranted. It's just like, you think the Golden State Warriors gave a shit about the one seed this year? No. You think Kevin Durant and the Brooklyn Nets, even though they lost, they cared about the playing game. The one seed in the NBA, it meant a lot to the Suns this year. They wanted to have a historic regular season. They wanted to rack up victories. I mean, how many LeBron teams with the Cavs and maybe even the Heat, they were like the fourth or fifth seed. They didn't care about that because they were hired mercenaries when the postseason started. They ran through everybody. In the NFL, we know how valuable that can be to play home games in Arizona as opposed to going on the road and playing in Carolina, like Bo mentioned back in 2015. Um, uh, let's see here. Jalen Blair. Good point. Devin Booker also just completed his seventh NBA season. Kyler's just three years in. I think that's part of it. Now the, the NBA shelf life we know is much longer. Um, and that's part of the reason Kyler really wants to get paid now. Uh, N five. They're just hating if Hollywood would have gone to the chiefs of the Packers. <laughs> they'd be loving the move. Absolutely. Uh, we've talked about the benefits of the move. The fact that he is reuniting with his best friend, the fact that, and we've read this Numerous times on the internet since then, like the, the Baltimore Ravens had to scheme up Lamar Jackson's deep ball. Kyler Murray just can, can throw it up there with ease for Hollywood Browns, just part a nuanced part of his game. Um, so yeah, they're just, there are a lot of parallels, but at the same time, I would say though, one thing that remains the same is going into their next seasons. The Cardinals and Suns will not have the respect from the national media. They will not be picked to finish, you know, first in their division, much less f- first in their conference. Um, to to win either the uh, the NFC or the Western Conference, it'll be kind of back to square one, which is unfortunate. But the Arizona Cardinals play better, I would argue, as an underdog. And maybe the Suns will, too.
0: And, and I don't think that that, ma- that really matters, Bo Johnny. I think that what matters is them feeling being motivated right going out there and having the play I mean what one thing that we saw is the respect of them nationally televised games Bo you know that they have you know what is it three or four confirmed games on their schedule this year yep. yeah four four confirmed games on their schedule so they're going to be playing in the national spotlight I, I think that the Cardinals are just going to have to you know do what they do and I the comment that you made about you know, it's being similar to the Chiefs or Packers, I absolutely agree with that. I think that Kyler doesn't get the respect that he deserves. Is throwing the football. I think people see him as—I wouldn't call it a gimmick because I think that that's hurtful—but they just see him as an athlete playing quarterback, not a pocket, you know, quote unquote pocket passer like a, you know, P Mahomes or or, a, or you know the guy out there in Green Bay.
1: Yep. It's interesting. We uh, didn't want to have this topic of conversation today, <laughs> but it was worth having because good Lord at one point was it 65 to 27 or something yesterday. Uh, I will say uh, I'm on the record as saying, unfortunately for PHNX Suns, uh, the Suns collapse was, was far, far worse. Uh, I'll tell you what's not going to be worse. In fact, it's going to be hot fire. We have a series of guests lined up for this week for you. PHNX Cardinals content, around the clock year round. And we have issued out two of the best to get their opinions of the Arizona Cardinals beginning tomorrow. We have an interview with pro football focus lead analyst, Sam Monson. He's joining the show with Bo and myself to talk all things, Arizona Cardinals. He had a fantastic article on profootballfocus.com ranking all the off seasons for every respected team. Find out where he's got the Arizona Cardinals find out what the Cardinals can still do. To salvage their offseason, bow and get to the postseason. And then how about this one? Come Wednesday afternoon on this show, PHNX Cardinals Live, we will have NFL insider extraordinaire Ian Rappaport will join us Wednesday at 4 p.m. Set your calendar, set your reminder. Everything's on the table. We're going to ask him about Kyler Murray's contract. We're going to ask him about the status and how it went down with Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kime, getting their extensions, what to expect with moves on the horizon we're so fired up to bring you the best and the brightest in the NFL media circuit right here at the PNH, PHNX Cardinals podcast, gentlemen. Looking forward to
2: those two guests. Yeah, yeah. then we see Melvin, Melvin Ingram signed over the weekend. Doesn't Didn't he for,
1: uh, where where'd he he did he land this offseason? He did, he landed, well, he was with the Steelers, and then I think right. he landed in Miami. A um, lot of guys going to play for Mike McDaniel. A lot of running backs that I thought the Cardinals should have targeted. Running back uh, corpse is um, slim Pickens right now. It's looking like a corpse. Well, Running,
0: I think did, they <laughs> like. did they sign TJ Pledger? Did I see that? The Cardinals signed they TJ did. Pledger? Yeah, yeah. I think I, I saw that a little bit earlier today. So, I mean, him with Keontae, I, I saw TJ play uh, this year. At, what he transferred, I believe, to Utah. So I seen him when they played yep. U of A. And, I mean, he was a good back. I mean, fit. he, he reminds me of a Eno Benjamin type. You know, and he ran a little bit harder uh, against U of A. I don't think that it was that difficult. You know what I mean? That defense was what it was. But I mean, TJ's is a, pl- a player. I remember him at, a, at Oklahoma or Oklahoma State, something like that. One of those schools. But he was a stud.
1: I'm not sure you can get his over under right now. DraftKings Sportsbook app for uh, next fall, but we'll see. But speaking of the DraftKings Sportsbook app, speaking of the NBA, Unfortunately, the NBA playoff action is nonstop. The best way, gentlemen, I've found to get over a tough loss is to just gamble your way through it. You can do that via the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any team to win, get $150 in free bets if they do. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the NBA playoffs? With DraftKings' same game parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets, like which team will win, total threes made, total rebounds, and boom, you have a shot at an even bigger payout. Right now, all customers can place the same game parlay with three or more legs, get a free bet back up to $25 if one of the legs does not hit. It's a call to action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code PHNX, bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game. Get $150 in free bets. If they do, that's promo code PHNX, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 and over Arizona only gambling problem call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customer only minimum $5 deposit eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for more details, Bill. Great conversation going on in the
2: chat today. Get JL's up there You're talking about uh, James Bradbury, who was recently released from the New York football giants. You think we can land Bradbury? I know our money is low, but the Cardinals really want him. I think they can get him. last week. John Gambador said in, was it in somebody's mentions, uh, Johnny yes, that he thought that the, he's, he said that the Cardinals are in on Bradbury and then Bill Barnwell an ESPN analyst expert. He said that the Arizona Cardinals are an ideal landing spot for the former G men corner. And, uh, we get into that conversation because we look at this cornerback room and, you know, the last over the weekend, I, I did some, uh, researching too. And it's, it's, if, if the Cardinals move forward with the status quo, if it's Byron Murphy, if it's Jeff Gladney, and if it's Marco Wilson going into a second season, the Arizona Cardinals are betting everything as far as their defensive secretary, the cornerback room, on these guys to take a massive step forward in their development. And I just don't know if that's where you want to push all your chips to the center. It's a big gamble. And if and if veteran-caliber corner the, like James Bradbury might be worth it, Damian.
0: I agree, Bo, but I think that the gamble is on their, their offense. I think that I think that they have to make some tweaks, right? They have to find if Bradbury is <laughs> there, but it has to make some sense. It, it ha, The money has to make sense. For him, for the team, we've seen Steve Kime sign some guys on a one-year deal. Abraham, uh, Carlos Dansby guys come in for one year, you know, have a great year, get paid somewhere else. I, I think that that's a possibility, but if Bradbury can get that guaranteed money, I mean, you know, I mean, the, the money doesn't talk him. Can the Cardinals get to where they're getting with, you know, three solid corners? I think that you need more than that, given the the pounding that your body takes throughout the year. So and just the, the multiple fronts that you see and the injuries that could possibly happen. So I think normally, you know, teams carry three to five, but I'm anxious to see what they do. But, but I think that a lot of the chickens, maybe 90 percent of the chickens are on that offense to to make plays and carry the defense. Johnny. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I don't think anybody's given James Bradbury. At least I could be wrong. At this point in the offseason, a multi-year contract. And, Damon, your point, it's where Kimes at his best, these one-year prove-it deals. I like Bradbury. I like him for the Cardinals. I think if we're all concerned, which we are, I think we can share this concern amongst each other. The pass rush could take a dip with no Chandler Jones, acclimate and a couple of young guys, no, Thomas no, and Sanders. No, now we're well, free. but listen a no, second. No, listen to me. We're all we are, we are buddies until I run into you, then look out. Um, so you might as well if the talent pool suggests that it's better off adding some additional cover corners to supplement maybe what you've lost from a password standpoint. I'm okay with that. Kind of let the market dictate where you're gonna go this offseason. Now, this is not I think there's a misconception with him. Listen, he played for a bad Giants team. Same with Will Hernandez. Like I'm I'm giving anybody the benefit of the doubt that comes from that dumpster fire of an organization. Wasn't great last year, but Two years ago, he was damn near elite in 2020, had a phenomenal season, almost an 80-grade pro football focus. Cardinals have a great secondary coach, and I think he's the glue guy that Robert Alford was a year ago that he is now gone. Jeff Gladney, Byron Murphy, Marco Wilson, I mean, they're all babies. They're all under, what, 25 years old? They could use a stabilizing veteran presence. I, I would be shocked. If it's if it's not Bradbury, it would be somebody else. But they don't bring a corner of 28, 29, 30, 31 years old to kind of come in and rein that group in, even if they're there merely for their veteran presence. If there's a way that they can get this done, if they can financially make it work, if they can add
2: void years, whatever it takes. I think that it's a, it's a necessity at this point. I mean, go out there, get a veteran presence, exactly what both of you guys said, put it in the secondary because it it immediately bolsters it. I mean a guy like Bradbury could even become potentially your CB1. If he plays more like 2021 or 2020 Bradbury than 2021 Bradbury, he's probably a better corner than Byron Murphy and that's not a knock on Byron Murphy. And it makes you the the Cardinals probably one of the strongest defensive secondaries. In the division, no doubt about it, coupled with the safeties that are going to be playing behind those guys. I mean, I know what's in L.A. You've got Jalen Ramsey and him and on, on an island is probably better than most of the cornerback rooms in all the NFL. But it's him and what, Troy Hill, who they brought back, who struggled yeah. mightily in Cleveland. I think that the Arizona Cardinals would do themselves a tremendous service if they could go out there and make the money work for James Bradbury. Because we see these peaks and valleys. If you look at his, as you mentioned, he was bad last year, good the previous season. It's kind of been that. That trend his entire career, it sucks if you have to put him on a multiple year deal. But if you get him on a one year rental, I think you got a motivated guy and you've got a lot better cornerback
1: room. Can I just bring up a quick point, too, is everybody that I they talk with about these one year prove it deals and coupled with like Byron Murphy on a one year contract going into a, a contract year. Everybody's like, well, what if they both play well I and mean, then you have to decide who to pay? Hey, can we have a good problem maybe next off season to worry about? <laughs> can younger we get guy, high no end? Well, yeah, guy, of no course. Question. Yeah, the guy sense. that you that you invested in, but like, I, I I don't care if I have to worry about paying somebody next off season if they kick ass for me in twenty twenty two. Like, again, it's like the Carlos Dansby scenario of twenty thirteen. Like, yeah, that sucked when he left, but he gave you a borderline All Pro season that spearheaded that rebuild under Bruce Arians when they went ten and six in two thousand thirteen. Like, give me more of that. Um, just like we saw this offseason, it was like, hey, they traded for Zach Ertz. He's a pending free agent. Boom, they resigned him. Hey, James Conner was a pro bowler. Are they going to be able to resign him? Yeah, he's back for three more years. Like typically, the Cardinals do a good job. If you're an elite player or a pro bowler in your prime, I'm looking at you, Chandler Jones. You're out of your prime and you hit free agency or just before the Cardinals will resign you, where they get kind of in some gray areas, and I don't blame them. We talked about Chandler Jones, we talked about Patrick Peterson. Christian Kirk did not warrant his contract. He got his. Cardinals will take their comp pick. I have no problem. James Bradbury crushes it this year, and then he leaves next off season, and somebody overpays him. Get a comp pick for him. Move on. That's what the great organizations do. You know, we we make fun of the Ravens here because you know everybody loves them. They're the darlings <laughs> of the NFL, but they've they've coined that. They've coined like one year prove it deals. Go kick ass. We'll take our comp pick, please and thank you.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I I like it for so many reasons. I like the fact that it adds depth. It gives the defensive coordinators options to play around with guys and moving them to different scenarios. You know, just different coverages, right? The things that we talk about on offense of, you know, create dictating coverage, moving three receiver sets, two receiver sets. You can do that on defense when you have studs and you have depth, right? You can play little games and and go dime packages and just have guys out there that could cover and tackle. You know, I, I thought you brought up a great point, Bo. Uh, you know, with the with the Rams and 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 who they have out there at corner, but they have a, a big boy at Aaron Donald that helps up front. You know what I mean? That 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 also yeah. accelerates a lot of quarterbacks, opposing quarterbacks to get the ball out. And is it going to be J.J. Watt this year? Are the Cardinals defenders going to have to play that much better because they don't have, you know, J.J. Watt and Chandler Jones, Chandler Jones or or Marcus Golden or or Canard? I mean, those are the questions that I ask. Like, is the off the offense has to be that good, right? That they can't have a bad day. Hate to bring it back to the Suns, but they can't have a bad day like the Suns did yesterday, right? It's going to cost them too much. Games are. Valuable. I don't think
1: you can. I don't think you can trust J.J. Watt for seventeen games. I'm at that point. Whatever you get from him. Uh, if he if he plays a complete season, I think that's fantastic. I can't sit here and say J.J. Watt's going to be a Pro Bowler at whatever 34 years of age. And I, I don't mean to be cynical, but I just that, that's why I mean like you don't have a lot of sure things in your front seven right now. Right. I mean Marcus Golden probably is the closest thing you have. So why not strengthen your back seven? As Bo mentioned it, you've got two stud safeties, right? Two of the best, maybe the best pair of safeties in the NFL with Buda Baker and Jalen Thompson. And then a bunch of young corners that we're really excited about go ahead and make a strength even stronger. And then maybe the front seven will surprise you. A couple guys blossom. That's, that's what I would shoot for because you know what, Bo, I don't really love what's left at this pass rusher market. I don't love what's left. I don't Justin Houston or James Bradbury is an easy decision mm-hmm. for me. Right. I, that, that might not be the scenario they're faced with, but if you're asking me where I would rather invest, that's an easy one. Yeah, when
2: you see some of the, when you see names at this point in the offseason go to other teams, like don't be extremely disappointed. At the, I mean, yeah. it's really, I mean, this is very slim pickings and these aren't going to be the complete difference makers. I mean, Bradbury might be the lone one remaining with the other wide receivers like Julio Jones or Odell Beckham Jr., who's not going to be back for what six weeks at this point. But, you know, this is not the elite tier of free agents that are going to be the real difference makers in, in the offseason. But, you know, I, I love what's going on in the chat. I saw somebody mention our hats. You can go to phnxlocker.com if you love the hat parade that's going on today. Yeah, Cooper. Um, and then not you enough know, hats. It, Not enough. It, it gets back to the you know, the JJ Watt conversation gets you back to the Suns comp. It's just like if if Chris Paul ran out of gas at that point in the season in the playoffs, you know, is JJ Watt gonna have enough in the tank? Once you get through the grueling 17 or yeah, 17 game season, and then yep. you got four more games to play, you know, and then also you look at the guys who are going to have to play the re- the roles of Mikel Bridges and Cam Johnson, the youngsters out there. That's when I saw in the chat, you know, somebody asking about uh, what do you expect from Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons? You got to expect those guys to take, to just go from kind of part-time players to being big time contributors to this defense. It, it, they have to develop for this defense to be
0: worth anything Going forward. Guys, I got I got a question for, for both of you. Does the jump from zavin and Isaiah have to be bigger than Kyler's?
2: I, I mean, yeah, I think so. I think yes, because Kyler's proven that he can play at the level that people expect him to play. Like, have we seen it throughout 17 games? No, because he's had to deal with injuries. But we've seen it where we've seen flashes of, of greatness from Isaiah Simmons, you know, where he stood up Derrick Henry on the goal line and he knocked trey lance almost out of the game and that that car crash that they had on the goal line like and he's made some plays and coverage and stuff and you've seen flashes of who he was at clemson uh but i think it's more important like i think that those guys have a lot longer to go and show to prove that they're worthy of their first round grades
1: i agree with that and i would also say like i've seen enough from kyler murray if he's just healthy for 17 weeks like the cardinals were making the playoffs that he he was on pace for a historic statistical season last year before he got hurt. You could have, like, people are like, we have to be more consistent. You can have peaks and valleys throughout the season. I don't give a shit. You can have a month where you don't play great, but are you trending upward at the end of the year? I've I seen Kyler Murray do it. I haven't seen anything from Zayvon Collins. He's a, he's a complete unknown at this point as an NFL player. I want to believe I will go to YouTube and look up Tulsa highlights, right? I can look up pre-draft scouting reports. And then Isaiah Simmons, like, I want him to be Luke Keekley or Devin White, guys that are warranted. Roquan Smith, top 10 linebacker selections. They're not there yet. Kyler Murray, when he's on, is a top five quarterback in the NFL. Can he just sustain it over the regular season? That's like I don't know if Zayvon Collins is worth a shit as an NFL player. Isaiah Simmons could just be a tweener guy. That's a nice NFL player, but no way in hell was he be worth a top ten pick. That's that's a question of ability on the field. I've never questioned that with Kyler Murray ever.
0: Hmm. It was evident day one when he when he played Detroit. Isaiah, Isaiah reminds me like a, of an antro roll comp. You know what I mean? Where, you, where yeah. you you stretched it a little bit and, and you mm-hmm. went early to get him. And like you said, top 10. But I mean, I, I think that he's got continued to get better. I think he's has more positions, for, by the yeah, way. Yeah, he did. He, he He's gotten better and got more comfortable at the position. I mean, you just see him playing more aggressive. I, I you know, ca- talk to the kids about it. You know, paralysis by analysis. They're thinking too much. Don't know what's going on. You just got to go out there and get those reps. Right. And I think the more familiar we see him with that. Uh, with that role, the better we see him playing. You know, he's getting those turnovers. He's identifying routes before they happen or formations and, and making play. To me, what's, I, I guess, the big, another big unknown, you know, you have a guy, say, you know, Xavier come in and you have the GM basically say that Jordan Hicks is going to be benched. Jordan Hicks outplays him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Jordan Hicks comes in Jordan and Jordan Hicks of a gets
1: signed like the day after he got released by the Cardinals.
0: Right. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, you know, like what's. You know what's the story here, but yet they have they have to see something, Johnny, to let Jordan go. They have to see something.
2: Andrell roll costs him the Super Bowl, though. You know, I mean, he oh, he kiddie. gets out of
1: if he if he gets out of Fitz's way, you know, he no. takes down James Harrison, Levi <laughs> Levi Brown, because he couldn't allow Kurt to get the 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 pass off at the end because Larry's catching that Hail Mary. It's Levi Brown's fault. Andrew oh, roll was a player. I, like, they, yeah. they should have played him at safety from day one. Levi Brown was a huge mega bust. Sorry. Especially when you've got
2: Adrian Peterson on the board, you know? Correct. But, hey, they, they made up for it. They signed
1: an Oklahoma, former Oklahoma is, running back today. Is that <laughs> is that the comparison with Luka Doncic and DeAndre Ayton? Is that Levi Brown and... And uh, since we're doing comparisons in age, of oh years, man, sure as hell, hope not. Uh,
0: no, like we said, we, Luca is Josh Allen to Kyler Murray. Like, that's, I think that's what we saw. I mean, a bigger, you know, it's not faster, but he's just, he, he got, he could go against anybody. It doesn't matter the size, he'd go down low. I mean, you just saw the matchup problems that he created. And I think that that's what Josh, that's Kyler's comp, you know, to it to Luca and Devin Book. It's Kyler Murray and you know josh allen because josh is big and can do it all really I like this
2: like character. i want to see i want to see wheezy now on twitter say that josh allen's a hoe just like you said lucas <laughs> <a hoe. laughs> jordan
0: p that too, kind, too kindly man uh, i don't think so <laughs> jordan, jordan p in the chat ask,
1: ask him what is the likelihood we complete the trio and get Ceedee lamb in a cardinals jersey in one day well it is hmm. Jerry Jones who's been liable to do some some crazy things, but I would say uh, the Cardinals have had their chance, and I would say the fact that they passed on C Lamb is part of the reason they went out, tried to supplement with Hollywood Brown. Um, the Cardinals have spent more than enough coin. I feel like a receiver. They've got they've got a lot of receivers for a lot of money. They need to win with the receivers they have. But yeah, they screwed the pooch
0: on that one. Right James, on, they, sh- they should have take- taken them.
1: And develop the two young guys,
0: Hollywood and, and, and Rondell. I'm expecting... And C.D. ain't going nowhere, guys. Dallas has no, nobody no. outside of C.D. Lamb at receiving right now. No so. state
1: taxes. He's, he, yeah. he probably do
0: not want to go anywhere. He's dealing. Anyway. he got yeah. three phones now.
2: Yeah. <laughs> With all the fun events, I want to tell you guys that, uh, obviously, going around us, COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone. Five and older, 12 and older, also eligible for the booster. Visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location near you. And if you're feeling... Doom and gloomy right now because of the sun's loss. Let me tell you about our brand new partner here with PH P- Next Family. I'm talking about OGs. OGs is going to put a smile back on your face. OGs is one of Arizona's first original scratch-made cannabis kitchens and is dedicated to creating innovative and memorable cannabis-infused products that flavor life's journey. Quality of their products stem from the combination of accurate dosing and amazing flavor. Edibles, not a one-size-fits-all product, which is why OG's is proud to offer a wide range of products for all demographics and preferences. OG's seeks to focus on life's opportune moments to consume their product. For us, these occasions are laid back from relaxing, whether it's being with friends, connecting with nature, or just embarking on an adventure. Check them out right now. If you're interested in trying the amazingly delicious variety of flavors that OG's offers, I'm talking about OG's brands. Go to ogsbrands.com. That's O-G-E-E-Z
1: brands.com. Another part where we want to tell you about that we're super excited is one that I use literally every day. It's Athletic Greens. I started to take it because I wanted better gut health. You know, spend time at the pool, out shirtless here in the summer summer months you got to be toned up and with one yeah. delicious scoop at of athletic greens you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins minerals protein superfoods probiotics all that good stuff it's a no-brainer it supports better sleep quality and recovery. it's got over 7,000 five-star reviews that's incredible and it costs less than three bucks a day and you're investing in yourself it's like taking a vitamin but better to make it easy, Athletic Greens has given you one free year of supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com/cardinals again. That's athleticgreens.com/cardinals to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Um, you want to set your insurance here for Phnx Cardinals because man, oh man. We got a crash course in some insider action the next two days, beginning tomorrow. Pro Football focuses lead uh, NFL analyst Sam Monson is joining the show. Can't wait to pick his brains. Got some thoughts on the Cardinals' offseason. He's even graded it. Uh, we're excited to break down where the Cardinals can go into the offseason, what additional moves they can make, and then on Wednesday, this show. Mark your calendar, set your reminder. PHNX Cardinal Live. Ian Rappaport makes his debut with us 4 p.m. on Wednesday's show. Come and hang out in the chat. We're going to talk to Ian about Kyler, Cliff, Kime, Hollywood, all that in between, gentlemen. Couldn't be more excited.
0: Got a stellar lineup. (laughs) Getting things down. What what intrigues me most is just how long it takes them to edit all that data, to quantify, you know, like how do they get the systems or processes in place to basically evaluate, you know, like, and where, what's the foundation of it? That, that's some, you know, great questions for you guys to ask tomorrow. So let me know how that goes. And then yeah, Ian, we'll I just want to know how many notifications he gets, Bo. <laughs> you, <know, laughs> you know what I mean? Per day, <laughs> per hour.
2: Just, you'll, you'll be able to ask him yourself there, Damien, on Wednesday at four. It's going to be awesome. And yeah, I'm curious to see, because last year I felt like the Arizona Cardinals, they suffered from a lot of disrespect, especially with the pro football focus rankings, Buda Baker and both Kyler Murray were, I think, 16th and 17th respectively at their own position. And uh, we'll see what Sam, if he can kind of shed some light on why that happened. And maybe if we should see some risers from the Cardinals roster this this offseason when they start releasing and unveiling those lists.
1: We'll see. The Cardinals could yep. use more draft uh, talent uh, to be able to supplement on those lists, but we'll see what he what he thinks of James Bradbury, too. Maybe we can pick his brain yep. on if that'd be a good addition for the Arizona Cardinals. In the meantime, everybody, be sure to like, subscribe, leave a five-star review, go to gophnx.com, get a membership, read the works of myself, Bo, our many talented peers at just 50 cents for the first month, eight ninety nine for the subsequent months, and I promise you, you will not find a better hat. This offseason or in-season from the PHNX Merchandise Locker. Get a free T-shirt from the locker. You sign up for your membership. So much quality content coming your way. Go PHNX.com. PHNX Sports on Twitter. We will be back tomorrow, manana, with the audio only, with Mr. Sam Monson of Pro Football Focus. And then again, the show returns Wednesday, live at 4 p.m. with NFL insider extraordinaire Ian Rappaport. But until then, we will see you. On the flip side, goodbye, everybody.